saving money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Coming up on 5-Minute News. U.S. braces for rise in new COVID cases as variant spreads. Ukraine and U.S. seeking to pierce Putin's propaganda bubble. And more Ukrainians welcomed after new refugees admitted into U.S. It's Wednesday, March 23. I'm Anthony Davis. Coronavirus cases have been rising in parts of Europe and Asia, so much so that scientists worry that an extra contagious version of the Omicron variant may soon push cases up in the United States. Experts are also keeping their eyes on another mutation, a rare Delta-Omicron hybrid that they say doesn't pose much of a threat right now, but shows how wily the coronavirus can be. The U.S. will likely see an uptick in cases caused by the Omicron descendant BA2 starting in the next few weeks, according to Dr. Eric Topol, head of Scripps Research Translational Institute. It's inevitable we will see a BA2 wave here, he said. One reason, after about two months of falling COVID-19 cases, pandemic restrictions have been lifted across the U.S. Many people are taking off their masks and returning to indoor spaces like restaurants and theatres. The latest data from the CDC shows the share caused by BA2 is up significantly. The CDC reported on Tuesday that the variant accounted for about 35% of new infections last week in the Northeast. It was about half. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the U.S. government's top infectious disease expert, said he also thinks the U.S. will face an uptick similar to what's happening in Europe, particularly in the United Kingdom where BA2 is the dominant strain, but he doubts it will be a surge. Ukraine, along with the US, has knocked back Russian President Vladimir Putin's efforts to falsely frame the narrative of his brutal war, but they are struggling to get a more accurate view of the Kremlin's invasion in front of the Russian people. While the Russian military suffers thousands of deaths and fails to capture key cities, Putin is intensifying his two-decade crackdown on information. The Kremlin has shut down Russia's last three independent media outlets, barred social media platforms, created new laws against journalists who defy its propaganda, and insisted on calling the war a special military operation. The result is a Russian public with little to no access to any alternative to Putin's own anti-Ukraine, anti-Western narrative. It's a heat shield for Putin against any backlash to the war and Western sanctions that have crippled Russia's economy. Breaking through Putin's propaganda bubble is a key strategic goal for Ukraine and its Western allies. They have tried a series of actions, overt and subtle, to reach ordinary Russians, from encouraging the use of software that circumvents internet blocks to having government briefings for TikTok influencers. 
The hope is independent voices still operating in Russia, those from the West, and direct pleas from Ukrainians can convince the masses that they're being lied to about the war next door. The Biden administration is trying to foster the flow of outside information and make it easier for ordinary Russians to learn the truth about the war themselves. Celebrities already well known in Russia like Arnold Schwarzenegger have used Twitter and Telegram to share messages and videos speaking of the atrocities of the war. The Biden administration plans to launch an effort this week to make it easier for some Ukrainians fleeing the Russian invasion of their country to come to the United States after only a handful of refugees were admitted in the first two weeks of March. The initiative would speed up visa processing for relatives of U.S. citizens and permanent residents and detail more staff to handle applications for a temporary status known as humanitarian parole. The measures would be included under a series of efforts to help Ukrainians trying to get to the United States through existing legal immigration pathways. The administration is particularly focused on LGBTQ individuals, activists, journalists and other potentially vulnerable groups. It is unclear how many people could be helped under the new US measures. Lawmakers and advocacy groups have urged the administration of Democratic President Joe Biden to do more to help Ukrainians who want to seek refuge in the United States. More than 3.5 million people have fled Ukraine since Russia invaded on February 24th, according to the United Nations Refugee Agency, the fastest moving refugee crisis in Europe since the end of World War II. But only seven Ukrainian refugees were resettled in the United States between March 1st and March 16, according to internal U.S. State Department data, as the war intensified and the number of Ukrainians fleeing skyrocketed. U.S. State Department spokesperson Ned Price said during a briefing on Tuesday that the administration is taking a very close look at how to ease Ukrainian family reunifications. Last week, another State Department spokesperson said refugee processing in the Ukrainian capital of Kiev had been severely impacted by the conflict. Biden officials have said the majority of the people fleeing Ukraine will want to remain in Europe, where they can travel without a visa and may have family and friends. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. A news story gets shared by a friend on social media, or you catch a tweet that really makes your blood boil. But how do you separate fact from fiction? That's the premise behind Disinformation, a 10-part series from Evergreen Podcasts and Emergent Risk International coming this fall. Tune in to Disinformation wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, don't believe everything you read.